Hey, what's up, guys? It's Rico here, CEO of Source Financia, Coastal Manager and Podcast, and the host of the Source Financia YouTube channel, of course. Back with another podcast. Uh, this is part two of a two part series that I did, which is three decisions I made at the perfect time. If you listen to part one, part one was about the first decision that I made, which was investing into my team and promoting internally and how that worked out perfectly with um, our senior project manager, how she's sort of blossomed in that role since I made a conscious decision about three years ago to to promote her and, and, and trust her ability and, and help her improve in the areas that you know she was a little bit weak in. And then the second one was the decision that I made to double down on remote work and I made that decision in around September of last year I think it was well it would have been August last year um, and then we started to implement remote work systems in uh, August September so by the time COVID hit in January February it was like I said very normal for us to uh, to work in that way so uh, that's what I discussed in the first one in this one I talk about so a more personal decision which was the decision that I made to invest into my personal like my mental health and sort of transition from living in China to living in the Philippines so without further ado enjoy I don't want to be a product of my environment I want my environment to be a product of me So the third one I'll say would be uh, investing into my mental health, if that makes sense. Like for the longest time, I realized something about myself is like, you know, you read a lot about business and entrepreneurship and the sacrifices that you have to make and um, how, you know, there's only a certain amount of things you can focus on if you're trying to really scale something and, and build something at a, a reasonable pace. And part of that is like, I, I don't remember what the book was. I always reference it, but I still don't remember what the name of the book was. But essentially it was talking about um, how you can only focus on two out of three major buckets at a time in your life. And these things shift from when you're younger to when you're older, right? Depending on what's going on in your life. And it's wealth, health, and relationships. And uh, essentially you're talking about like in high school and college, you focus a lot more on your health and relationships. Uh, people tend to be, you know, obviously more f- active physically. And you basically just go to school and play sports and hang out with your friends. Like, that's pretty much the focus of your daily existence is, you know, hanging out with your friends and having fun. And for a lot of people, um, sports is part of that. And just being active is part of that. And it's something that you really care about. Like, it's almost like you know, the equivalent of your daily job, right? Then what happens is when you finish school, there's a shift from when you've done in college to like, okay, now I need to build my health. I mean, wealth, sorry. And you start to focus on work and uh, relationships. Actually, no, sorry. Health tends to fall by the wayside. People, when they first start working, they tend, they tend to focus more on you know relationships and money so you have your let's say your significant other girlfriend or boyfriend and your friends and you basically just go to work and try to save up money and try to maintain friendships or 
start romantic relationships like that's kind of the focus in your you know post college career and you can choose to shift your focus right like it depends on on you like and, and it's not to say that it's not to say that it's impossible to do three things at the same time it's just it's a, it's not as easy and it's also going to be you're going to be less effective in those you end up being sort of average at everything when you're trying to do multiple things at the same time so what you can focus your efforts in one direction or two directions rather for a long time and then once you feel like that's on autopilot then you can shift so a lot of times what happens is you focus on wealth and health or wealth in relationships and you know you have a great girlfriend you have great friends and you're building up your savings and then at some stage you go well I'm going to start to spend a little bit less time with my friends. I'm going to, you know, pl- pick a select group of my friends and I'm going to start up stop I'm going to reduce the amount of times I go out and and eat unhealthy foods and I'm going to start working out more. I'm going to focus on that side of my life now and which means that, you know, your friendships sort of then maybe go on autopilot. Your relationships you're you sort of go on autopilot a little bit because you're spending more time focusing on health and fitness and things like that rather than socializing and going out and instead of maybe after work going for happy hour drinks you're going to the gym instead you know what i mean so like you just kind of make a concerted effort to change so for me when i moved to china it was a concerted effort to maximize my wealth opportunities and i i really wasn't thinking i wasn't even thinking about the other two aspects i mean health of course is something i like working out i've worked i've been active my whole life i played sports my whole life so I was always going to be an equation but I wasn't really like yeah when I moved to China I need to have you know I need to be focused on my wealth and my health but it was you know the health was probably secondary to to the wealth aspect but in the first couple months I I focused on relationships and not really wealth necessarily yeah I guess wealth because I got the job teaching English and whatever so I made some good friends and then I shifted my focus when I realized that I was doing the wrong things like I was focused on things that I wasn't I wasn't that wasn't the reason why I moved to China. Well, I, was, I didn't move to China to become like the manager of an English tutoring center, you know. <laughs> I, I I was and that's the sort of path I was going down. And then at the same time I was also just kind of like just going out and not really thinking too much about, you know, starting a business and you know, kind of talking about it on on the peripheral but not really taking any serious action. So eventually I shifted and I I started to focus on wealth at back to wealth and and not as much health until maybe like a year later and I started working out again and then it was just wealth and health and my relationships the friendships that I made in my first 6 months in China kind of fell by the wayside and yeah people just stop inviting you out after some time because you keep saying no you know you, <laughs> I remember I remember this very distinctly at the beginning is like people would invite me for dinners or they would invite me to like KTV or to a nightclub or bar and I would say no I was like I'm busy And like what are you so busy doing? It's like you'll see in like 6 months to a year you'll see. <laughs> I remember even having a uh, conversations with some of my coworkers and you know it was like kind of like they were not laughing at me but it was you know that you can tell when you're telling somebody that you're working on something and they're just kind of looking at you a little bit more in a skeptical fashion and uh yeah I just like yeah I was telling people say yeah, I'm working on something I can't go out like and it's like ah you know this guy's just talking shit that's that's sort of the general consensus but so it happens right like you focus on two aspects and then the other aspects tend to suffer unless 
you have somewhat mastered those areas. So if you have really, really good friends and understanding people that are supportive, then when you stop hanging out with them, yes, they're going to be sad, but they're not going to like criticize you or laugh at you or anything like that. They're going to try to be as supportive as possible. So that's where that comes into play. But to make a long story short, so I did that for a very long time in China. Probably, in fact, I know it was too long. I was just focused on basically going to gym and and working on my business to a point where you know you have a very very like i knew a lot of people but in terms of the amount of people i hang out with on a weekly basis would be a very very select few and even then sometimes it would be like i would not have time to hang out with i would not choose to have time to hang out with my friends because i'd just be like working at the office till one o'clock in the morning and then you know uh going back home and pressing repeat and then the few times when i was when i did decide to take a break and go have a drink or you know smoke shisha it was like i can't just randomly i get my friends were not available in those times because it was more of a spur of the moment decision so you just end up spending less time with people but you know your business is growing so then last year i decided like a little bit before last year because a lot of my friends had left China and a lot of people there was almost like a mass exodus of expats in the last four or five years well no maybe I'll say three three plus years where just people that I never thought were gonna leave China like Michael Michelini left uh, lots of people that have been in China for like 10 plus years uh, you know, with children married to Chinese people and it was all because of the general consensus and feeling of an anti-foreigner sentiment bubbling and just the you know Chinese government making it more difficult to do small things whether it's open bank accounts or you know get long-term visas get apartments just you know the cost of living also going up um, the more of a crackdown on small things that used to be not a big deal like for example people that were teaching English sort of under the table I mean, I don't know how much of that accounts for China, the Chinese economy, but like, I, I don't think it's much. Um, and before the, you know, the government was turning a blind eye towards that, and then they started to crack down on that. Like, so just all these little things that prompted people to move to China and prompted people to stay in China were now, you know, being taken away or being less and less prevalent, and it just felt weird. So I think a lot of people left. A lot of people felt like their quality of life was was going down. For me, I was still like in my bubble. I was still like, I go to the office, I go to the gym, you know, I, I I go to my favorite restaurants once in a while. I just wasn't paying attention to those aspects of my lifestyle until like most of my friends had were gone. Yeah, until most of my friends were gone, and then you really sit down and like assess because you start to miss that side of things, and you start to think more about like, you know, am I actually happy, and am I actually hanging out with the you know i'm actually doing the things that i want to do like why did i why did i start a company in the first place what was the the end goal of this and it's a time when i decided i was like i need to i guess i need to focus a little bit i thought that i was focused on my health but i was only focused on one aspect of my health which was just like eating healthy food and going to the gym but the mental health side of things i completely neglected i like i'm very good at compartmentalizing things so i compartmentalize that side of my my mind which was missing hanging out with guy friends and going out and you know missing hanging out with new people and going on dates and 
things like that like i just completely put that to the side and it really was reawakened in me when i spent a month here in in, in january and i was with i was with harrison last year and i was like oh yeah i really missed this i really missed just like being with the guy friends and then meeting you know these people at the refined and just like hanging out with dudes and shooting the shit and meeting cool people and just being around interesting people and just socializing in that way even the little things like the refined getting a you know, massage and a haircut and yeah it was like oh yeah like i mean this is what i want this is what i want for my life and 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 you know that was the moment and when i went back to china it was like even more solidified in my brain my brain being in china just feeling that side of my life missing after experiencing it so much and especially after i did the three months uh two to three months here last year it was like you know the meal plan be delivered on a you know daily basis for like 50 bucks a week healthy food getting a personal trainer for a hundred dollars a month living in you know amazing condos going to the fucking beach for 50 like a return flight to you know boracay it was like a hundred dollars just all those things man I, it was like yeah like this is how i should be living and the irony is that when i am in this position i'm more productive than i was in the last year or so of me being in china before that when i was like working till two o'clock in the morning every day i was super productive but when i i started to i guess i got burnt out if, if for lack of a better term it's just like i noticed that being here and you know doing muay thai hanging out with people socializing having that work-life balance i'm still working you know a significant amount of hours a day i'm just just more productive so you know having that realization and then starting to make the moves and then covid happening and it pushing me to move even quicker i think was just a a key decision and honestly like in terms of even though we're in a strict lockdown in terms of places that i'd i'd rather be locked down it's definitely here in the philippines because and especially in bgc because i mean at the end of the day the people's still nice the weather's still amazing you know maybe there's less restaurants or whatever but like you know those are those are small things that you can cope with like when i go outside when i wake up in the morning and i look outside of my window and i see i can see the the manila bay i can see the the ocean a little bit from here but i can i just, i see the ocean i see you know the sky rises around me this beautiful beautiful sunset and and um what do you call it sunrise you know and then you know just the sun shining and it's just beautiful the skies are fucking blue and i see my my fucking puppy uh and he's he's you know just a he's a joy to be around and you walk outside and you greet people and it's just like yeah it's like i'd rather be here than in most places despite you know not having the the same exact freedoms that i had last year so another random thing that happens even when i was moving into the condo that i moved into here in bgc is like we moved in march 15th our landlord had messaged us like a few days or a week before saying hey do you mind if you move in on the 18th or the 19th because we're still getting the the condo ready for you guys and at first i was i was okay with it but then i went back to drawing board and i looked at how much money i was gonna spend on airbnbs for four days for an additional four days and i was like i could save two hundred dollars and use that money towards getting stuff for the apartment or you know what i mean like you can spend an extra two hundred dollars for no reason i'd already been in the philippines for a month at that stage so i just messaged her and I, i told her it was like hey you know like 
I would prefer to move in on the 15th just because of these reasons. You know, I'd save 200 bucks. And she said, uh, okay, let me get back to you tomorrow. The next day she confirmed that we could move in on the 15th. Which was also fucking clutch because the next day after the 15th when we moved in and the 15th something told us, like, let's just go buy beddings and shit like that from the basic stuff that we needed in the house, like bed sheets and pillows. The next day the lockdown happened in the Philippines and we would not have been able to buy duvets or pillows or <laughs> you know what i mean so like it's just moments like that it's just funny like how life works sometimes where you you make certain decisions and you know it just seems like perfect timing so yeah i think investing into yourself is is, is super important also just remembering that if you're talking about focusing on health and wealth and stuff like that it's like health is not just the physical side of things it's also the mental side of things and if you're like me where you're able to compartmentalize things very effectively you have to be very careful because it eventually whether it's you know one year later or 15 years later it comes back to bite you in the ass for me i was able to compartmentalize for three three plus years very effectively and then it started to really affect me in a negative way and yeah it's just good it's good to eventually it's good to hustle it's good to grind i think it's extremely important in the first few years of your company is like putting in as many hours as possible um, obviously, you want it to be productive hours, but you also have to recognize yourself. And, and, you know, I used to get burnt out even during that time period when I was really like focused. I would I, I, there were times when I worked. I remember one time I worked like 60 days straight and then I was fucked for like two weeks. <laughs> I was like, I can't do that. I have to actually consciously take breaks and be you know conscious about that. And that's why me and my boys, when we when we were all still in China, we would consciously meet up. Not just for uh, Knox uh, meetings, but uh, Knox being the mastermind group. But we'd also just like consciously go out once a month or once a week, go to the wine bar or grab shisha or whatever it is. So it's really, really important to just recognize that side of life. And yeah, it's one of the one of the better decisions I made. And I think again, I made it at the right time considering what's happened this year you know what i mean like it's just uh if i was in china dealing with covid i don't know what i would <laughs> i don't know what i would have done would have probably gone a little bit crazy and again nothing nothing wrong with china it's just like it, it becomes it's not the easiest place to live despite all the comfort and amenities and stuff like that that i had around me it's not just that it's the cultural side of things and then when you just kind of feel like Maybe not the people as a collective, but when you feel that the government of a country doesn't want you there, it's just a, it's a weird set. Like when you read some of the, the rhetoric um, that is thrown around by, by the Chinese government and um, when you, you know, see some of the, the speeches and some of the reactions from Chinese people to those things, it, it can be a little bit scary sometimes and, you know, just kind of makes you feel uneasy. You never really feel comfortable. And I never planned on living in China forever, so I think five years was a pretty pretty decent stretch if i might say so myself like most people i know <laughs> it didn't last more than six months in china but yeah that's it man like um this was much longer than i expected it to be i think we're probably gonna turn this into a part one part two but yeah i think this was, this was good like I, I don't i think for these kind of diatribes whatever you want to call it like ruminations it's better in podcast audio form than than video because there isn't really much that I could add in terms of a video. It was just like me sitting here with my mic staring out the BGC skyline. So I'll probably do more of these 
this is going to be more high level content i think like i'm not necessarily going to focus as much on manufacturing per se so it will be more around business and lifestyle and just things that i've learned over my 5 years in asia but yeah let's um signing off hope you enjoyed this uh, if you want to reach out to us at podcast at sourcemanager.com if you want to check out the show notes at sourcemanager.com slash made in china check out the youtube channel it's source financial all one word my heart is